how to think more creatively. So being creative is really important when it comes to business. In fact, creativity allows you to stand out from the crowd. It allows you to be unique and it allows you to win against your competitor and it makes your life so much fun because because of all the things that you could do with everything in your life, right? And you know, I've been struggling to be more creative although I've studied marketing for some time now but I just couldn't apply everything I've learned. So whenever me and my friends from our mastermind faced the same problem, we were really hard to find solutions. But the thing is, they solve it way more creatively than I did, even though we learn the same principles. But when it comes to solving problems, oftentimes they do it in a more creative way. So it was really frustrating to see that. And since then, I tried to upgrade my creativity skill. And that's when I met Mark Stinson. So we met on Facebook group and when I found out that he specialized in creativity, I became so excited to bring him on the show to talk about creativity. So here's an intro about him. Mark is a brand innovator, a podcast host, and a creative catalyst. He is a founder and a principal of Bioscience Bridge. His works include branding, marketing strategies, and creative workshops. He's an author of Four Fast Branding, End of Eight Groups, Customer Chemistry, and A World of Creativity. So one of the greatest achievements that he had was being awarded a Brand Innovation Award from the Asia Brand Congress. With three decades of experience, he is listed in the Pharma Voice 100 Most Inspiring People in the Life Science Industry. So just to let you know here, this is the first part series of how to think more creatively. So if you'd like to get another part, make sure to subscribe so you can get it once it's live. Alright, let's begin. So the real question is this, how would an entrepreneur like us, who literally start from nothing or has limited resources and yet still wants to build an empire, join Usheroff as he answers this big question so you can apply it too. Welcome to Focus on Winning. Hey Mark, welcome to the Focus on Winning podcast. I'm so glad to have you here. Asaraf, it's just terrific to be with you. I've checked out your podcast. There's so much good uh, energy, good information. So I'm Ooh. just happy to be a part of it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow, I never, I never thought you, you would check it out. But there you go. Yeah, you bet. <laughs> so, uh, you know, uh, I've I've looked at your bio and it says that you are a brand innovator, an author, a podcast host, a creative catalyst. There's so much to your name. So, you know, let's say if I have to introduce you to someone else and which one are you most proud of? Like, do you say like, hey, he's a podcast host or, you know, he's, a, he's an author. So which one are you most proud of? <laughs> well, you know what? I come to think of it, as you describe it like that, it's not really four parts. They sort of blend together. Um, ah. as, a, as a creative catalyst, you know, I, I run workshops for clients, but also I write these books and also then I host a podcast. All these things to get people thinking, you know, and thinking more creatively 
and uh, getting their ideas on paper and then getting them out into the world. So I, I would say they blend together. I love being a podcast host. I'm sure you do too, because you get to talk <laughs> to so many interesting people. Uh, yes. But I think it all comes down to being a, a catalyst for creative. Creative catalyst. So why is that? Why is that the name you are most proud of? Yeah, you know, I, I guess I found over the years that so many people have great ideas. You know, they、mm. have great products, or they have、uh, great,、uh, you know, artwork, or they have great photography, or they have great songs, and、uh, but they struggle with breaking down the barriers to getting it out into the world, or to publishing, or to you know getting their artwork hung in a museum or a studio. So you know, people need. Uh, oftentimes, support and help and encouragement, and a real roadmap to getting their work produced and I,、mm-hmm. or getting their product launched. And I think that's that's what I I work on doing. So, do you teach people how to be creative or how to be creative in their business? Yeah, I, yes, yes. And I think this、uh, certainly there is a, a skill to thinking more creatively. But I think many people think that creative creativity. Is like some sort of、uh, inborn, you know, characteristic that they inherit from birth.、Uh, rather, I think it's a skill that you can develop. You know, it's a it's a muscle that can be strengthened, or it's a technique that can be learned. So, I, for example, I've been reading the biography of Leonardo da Vinci, which many people、mm-hmm. would say was one of the most creative people in history. Uh, but uh, he, he has a way of using the power of observation. Yes, he was a talented painter, no question about it. But his、mm-hmm. creativity came from his ability to observe nature, observe you know mechanics,、uh, observe science, and then apply that to his creative art. And I think that's what I can help people do. That's that's awesome. So you know, I I never teach that kind of people, or, or I never teach musician to produce music. You know,、uh, you you are in that niche, right? So I don't know what kind of journey have you been through. So how about you share with us how、uh, what's the challenging part or what's the easiest part in that journey? Yeah, yeah, I would say you know my training is as a writer. Uh, and then a creative director at、uh, ad agencies, and then I、uh, ran my own branding firm for a long time. So the the idea of constructing a well written story or a persuasive story、um, was kind of in my nature to begin with.、Uh, but I、mm-hmm. guess what I found is I, for example, you mentioned a musician. I wouldn't ever think that I could teach a musician much about music. But I I can appreciate you know good music, and I can help them say from a maybe a business standpoint or a production standpoint you know how to make the right connections or how to pursue the them as a brand not just as a talented musician. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, know, so so you, you、mm-hmm. go on. No, I'm just thinking about how how many different types of clients I've worked with over the years in biotech companies or. You know, I, in my early part of my career, I worked with banks. You know, most recently, I work with some high tech firms.、Um, so there's a lot of different kinds of creativity, and you you don't necessarily say they're all the same, but they have some of the same characteristics and some of the same needs in order to get、uh, that creativity actualized. 
You know, I had a mentor a long time ago say creativity is coming up with the ideas, but innovation is actually producing or launching the ideas as a business enterprise. So that's uh, that's some of the fun that I get to be a part of. Ooh, so so you're you're more like a, a brand strategist because you work in this uh, firm and this firm, and. Yeah, definitely. And I think the the brand strategy uh, in one of my early books called Forward Fast Branding, I put together a model of six steps or six characteristics of a brand that, you know, any brand in any market could benefit from. Mm. And uh, this strategy becomes a roadmap. And I, I keep coming back to that word roadmap because, you know, much like a blueprint to a construction crew, but a roadmap says, here's where you are. Think about your GPS. In order to make a GPS work, the first thing it asks you is, where are you? <laughs> so you have to know where you are. And that's a situation analysis, right? And then you uh -huh. go to where you want to be. And that's the next thing you enter. So if I know where you are and I know where you want to be, then the directions begin to create, almost create themselves. Here's the roadmap to get your brand from where you are to where you want to be. There's an overall strategy. There's some sub-strategies. There's milestones and measurements along the way. So mm -hmm. much like when you take a road trip, you look out the window and you say, where are we? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. and when are we going to be there? <laughs> right. So, <laughs> and uh, how long is it going to be? Right. And how long is it going to take? And then obviously uh, clients want to know and how much is it going to cost? Uh -huh. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of ways to get from where you are to where you want to be. Uh, you can fly, you can drive, you can take a bus, you can, you know, take a train, uh, you can mm -hmm. take a boat. All mm -hmm. of those have a different price point, a different budget. But, you know, flying takes less time than driving. And there's places mm -hmm. you can get to when you fly that you can't get to when you drive. So, uh, you know, that's that's some of the strategic thinking. If you If you see the metaphor of it. But that's a real strategy and a real roadmap to get brands uh, off the ground. Mm -hmm. So, so is that is that the most challenging part to you, or is there a more challenging? Well, I think it's very challenging, and I think you you have to learn a lot from other brands and their successes and failures. And a lot of people say, well, you know, uh, the channels are different now, or you know, the times are different, or the media is different. But there's mm -hmm. a lot of you know, common elements to a brand strategy. And just the way you connect with customers might be different from a media standpoint. But the idea of connection and how you connect you know, is very common. The idea of connection. Uh, what do you mean by that? Well, uh, in my most recent book, it's called uh, CHEM, C-H-E-M, Customer mm -hmm. Chemistry. Uh, and customers, you want to build a relationship, but I always see it as a chemistry. And so there, there's a energy and there's science behind developing a relationship. And, uh, you know, many researchers have sort of documented what it takes for people to create relationships with other people. And I, I never like to really think of them as customers, as in a, here's a demographic group or a psychographic group even, but they're people. So mm -hmm. when, when people write a business plan, sometimes they say, you know, my, my uh, customers are developers or they're a hospital or they're, you know, and so they describe them as these big groups. But I always like to think of customers as people. And so mm -hmm. you describe a person that you want to build a brand relationship with. 
And then you take your you know, brand stories and your brand tactics in that direction. Awesome. So uh, how, how about you give us an example of uh, your you know, ideal client that, that you say that uh, customers are people. So it's your example of people or yes. maybe your ideal client. Well, one of my clients, uh, and I've worked with them for, uh, geez, over uh, 10 or 12 years, but the, uh, the customers that they want to go after are researchers at biotech companies. And so, you know, they imagined these research departments, uh, but rather we started thinking about the actual person doing the research. Who's looking into the microscope? Who's running the tests? Um, mm -hmm. And what would be the benefits to them about uh, the way the products work? So it was a lot less about the sort of scientific or technical attributes of the products, but rather what would be the benefits to the person using our products. And uh, for example, they had a product where you could run a test overnight without uh, managing or observing it or you know handling it. And so the benefit to the researcher is they could set it up at five o'clock and they could go home. And then when they came in the next morning, the process would be done. And so they didn't have to oversee it and they could have a, the night off. Uh, whereas the old products required constant attention, you know, constant observation. Awesome. That's, yeah. that's, that's interesting. <laughs> so now, now that you have all this thing, you have, uh, you, you, you are a podcast host, you have a podcast, you have a book. You have all this business. So uh, what's your next step in your business? Well, that's a that's a great question. And from the guy who says you need a roadmap, you know, you would expect me to have <laughs> you know, <laughs> a, a direction for my own brand, right? Yeah. I, I think that's a great challenge because what I see in my next step is bringing together, as I was describing, that, that a podcast and books are really mm. a magnet uh, I hope to create that people say, hey, I'd really like to work with that guy. You know, I really like the way he thinks. Uh, I really like the way he brings our group together. I like the way he brings other people and other resources to our effort because uh, I'm a real networker and try to bring people together. Uh, but mm -hmm. really, my, my, I think my biggest next challenge will be to also then break down the barriers to uh, people working with me and working together in this brand way. So for example, here we are in a global pandemic, one of the barriers being, hey, well, Mark, I hear you run great workshops, but we're not gonna be able to get 100 people in a room anymore to do one mm. of those workshops for a while. So could we do it online? Could we do it as a webinar? What other creative workshop techniques could we do online? Um, so another uh, obstacle right now is global travel. You know, it'd be very hard for me to go to Asia, for example, and, uh, you know, run a workshop uh, with a convention yeah. of, of people there. So there has to be these kind of creative challenges to overcome. And I think one of the things that the obstacles that I hope with the podcast that I'm doing, uh, and by the way, it's called Unlocking Your World of Creativity. And uh, this idea that I would bring people into the podcast that you might not be able to have direct contact with anymore or, you know, in the current times. So are there other authors? Are there other, you know, creative individuals that I could interview in a podcast that you would want to listen to that would show you how to unlock your own creativity? Wow, that's awesome. You mean you, you are right now you are going to have the third podcast? 
because you already have two. Yeah, and... I just can't. I can't stop myself. So, uh, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, I co-host another podcast called Intelliki Leadership Stories, and uh, this is an interview series with conscious leaders, and uh, that's been a lot of fun and really interesting people as they talk about their conscious leadership, helping the environment, helping the food systems, you know, uh, using their intuitive guidance, uh, breaking down some social justice barriers and things like that. So that's been a lot of fun. This new podcast will be more in the area of creativity and uh, bringing together some of the people I was describing on how they not only come up with the ideas, but how they produce them and get them into the world. All right. Now that you mentioned about uh, the new podcast coming soon and about these creativities, so uh, you know, how about we get into the topic? So, as you know, we are going to talk about how to think more creatively, break down barriers, and get your creative work out into the world. So, so Mark, you are in a creative business for how long now? Oh gosh, uh, three decades. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <That> was... <laughs> All right. I'm a, in fact, uh, I think I, I would credit my mom as being my first boss uh, in a creative. Uh, <laughs> I remember having an art show when I was like eight years old. So, nice. uh, <laughs> yeah, no, wow. but I've always I've always been uh, sort of creative uh, in my mindset and uh -huh. making a career of it was a lot of fun. Hmm. I can see I can see your passion in your eyes about creativity. Wow, that's good. Okay, so um, what does creativity mean to you, actually? Yeah, I think creativity is, oftentimes for me, it's not a lightning bolt moment. You know, it's like, wow, here's here's an original idea literally no one has ever thought of. That's not mm. really my, my idea of creativity is bringing together pieces that you wouldn't think go together and say, you know, we could make something of this. Um mm. For example, I had an exercise many years ago where you would just pick up a magazine and we picked up a copy of Time magazine. And I said, go to page 28 and then go back to the back of the magazine to page 62. What's okay. what's on what's on page 28? And there was an ad for Adidas shoes. Well, what's on page 62? Okay, there's an ad for Lancome cosmetics. And I said, how would those two ideas go together? And people look mm -hmm. at me like, I don't know what you're talking about. These are shoes and this is makeup. What, what does that have to do with anything? But the more we started brainstorming, the more it was like, well, wait a second. What if there was uh, cosmetics that you could wear during athletics that wouldn't sweat off, wouldn't run off, you know, that you could uh, use in sports? And then it's like, well, what kind, why would you wear makeup during sports? Oh, that's a good point. Well, what about sunscreen? What about, you know, and so the idea of a brand came up that what if you made sunscreen that you would wear during sports that wouldn't sweat off? And sure enough, you know, uh, Adidas was cross-promoting a, you know, or, or licensing their brand for Adidas sunscreen. Uh, mm. And then later on, a lot of the cosmetic companies would come out with sunscreen that you could wear during sports. It's that idea of these cross, you know, uh, purposing of ideas. And I guess I go back to the power of observation. If you're walking down the street and you see something and you say, you know what that makes me think of? That makes me think of this idea. You know, you, you didn't come up with it because you just observed it. 
but if you put it into practice, that's really creativity and then innovation, you know, as a result. Okay, so that's a very powerful concept right there. The creativity can comes from the observation skill, and I believe that being creative is really important when it comes to business. So, Mark, how do we keep being creative? Yeah, it requires a lot of stimulation, and uh, I think part of it is going back to this the podcast idea is uh, being encouraged, motivated, and educated by other creative people. So mm. when you hear what other people are working on, there's, there's just an energy about that, that you just keep the inputs going. And so, mm-hmm. you know, when, when you're feeling a little down, pick up a book. You know, when you're feeling a little, uh, you know, in a rut, then listen to another voice. Uh, I've been taking a course with the poet David White. Uh, it's spelled W-H-Y-T-E. The guy's very creative, but also very you know, he's not just a great poet, but he's got a, a a business and a commerce mindset. So he's saying, how does my art and poetry affect you, you know, as a person at work, you know, with other people? And uh, I find him very stimulating and, and his work is very rich, very creative and very inspirational. So that's that's the kind of fresh, new and different inputs that a person could, you know, uh, help spark their creativity love that all right there you go the first part series of how to think more creatively so in the next part we'll be talking about how to upgrade your creativity how to apply creativity in your business how to get your creative work out into the world and so much more so make sure to subscribe to this podcast so the episode will be delivered right into your podcast platform once it's live okay but before we end here i have two special gifts for you not one but two whoa so first i'm gonna give you an ebook that shows you how to get 500 downloads for your podcast episode in the next 30 days that's right you'll get 500 downloads when you apply this technique And I've done it multiple times and it has grown this show since then. And another thing I want to give you is Podcast Profit Playbook. This playbook will show you 30 podcast secrets to get the most profit with your podcast. So if you never made any single cent from your podcast, then this playbook will help you do that. Okay, so I'm going to give it to you for free. Yay, but there is a catch. Okay, there is a catch. All you need to do is share this episode to your social media platform, whether it's Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn, doesn't matter. Okay, you can share it in your stories on in your posts. It's up to you. But make sure to tag me as well, Ashraf Faro, A-S-Y-R-A-A-F. E-R-O. Right. And after you've done that, I'll send a message to you saying, Hey, John. If your name is John, it's John. Hey, John. Thank you for sharing. And you'll now have access to these things. Something along that line. So yeah, share this episode now and tag me, Ashraf Rowe. Or you can screenshot it and send it to my Facebook. Right. So always remember, winners focus on winning Until then, stay winning. 
Hey, thank you for listening. We hope you can implement everything from this episode. And would you like to know more about business strategies and life hacks that you can apply right now? If so, subscribe to this podcast so you can become the best you.